Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for mystical business owners and service providers. If you're wondering what a mystical business owner might be, well, here's the deal. If you work as a tarot card reader, an astrologer, a Reiki healer, intuitive counselor, oracle medium, or any kind of spiritual or mystical art, if that's part of your profession, we're talking about you. I'm Teresa, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host. Where are you, Bree? Hey, everyone. I am Bree. So, Teresa and I have both been self-employed mystics, running our own businesses for decades upon decades. We know exactly what goes into running a successful business, and we know how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. So we do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years, and we love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. In each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle a different topic, and we often have a special guest. But this year, Teresa and I are doing our shows together, just the two of us, because we are talking about astrology in all of its beautiful forms. Today's topic is Go Big and Go Work, Jupiter Transits for Business. Thank you all so much for tuning in to listen. Let's get this show started. Well, I am a big fan of Jupiter, which most people are in astrology, um, you know, because Jupiter is, is uh, I think it's like... Uh, it's the planet of expansion. It's the planet of, you know, going big, so to speak. So I think what we want to do is we want to talk first about what is a Jupiter transit, though. Can you explain that? Uh, can you explain that in layman's terms, Bree? Yes, I am happy to. I, too, am a fan of Jupiter. So when we talk about a transit, we are talking about the relationship between a planet's current position in the sky and where it occurs in your chart. So right now, for instance, Jupiter is in the sign of Capricorn. And it's been in Capricorn for several months, and it's going to be in Capricorn pretty much through 2020. It'll finally go into Aquarius in in December. And so Jupiter is transiting through the sign of Capricorn, and that is going to show up in everyone's birth chart or in the charts that you run for your business um, in a different area, in a different place. And so when we talk about a transit, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at how the planet is moving in the sky right now, and as it does that, is it hitting any significant points on your natal chart or on the natal chart of your business. Teresa, would you add anything to that? Nope, that is about as well said uh, and as clear as possible. You always have such a great way of doing the te- <laughs> of really bringing the technical stuff down into such a brilliant and succinct description. So I love that. No, you're clear as a bell. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yay! Yay! Well, it's super important to know. So what are some of the things that people should think about doing for your business during a Jupiter transit? Like what should people be looking for? What should they be getting prepped for? Well, well, first of all, you know, every 
everybody needs to think about um, Jupiter as the great expander. And oftentimes wherever Jupiter's landing in your chart, and by the way, when I do astrology for business, I work with entrepreneurs. I always recommend using your natal chart if you are an entrepreneur for your business transits because for entrepreneurs like me, um, if you're a small business, your business is an extension of you. So I always Mm -hmm. use that. If you have a big business, like let's say with many employees, then you might want to do like the, you might want to cast a birth chart for the business when the business was born and look at the transits there. So I just want to add that first. But what, what you want to look at at Jupiter, Jupiter's going to show where you might see growth, where you may see some big opportunities, where you might see, um, abundance, uh, you know, so wherever Jupiter is going through your chart, that is where you really want to focus on expanding. Now, that being said, I do want to say if you're going through a really hard time, you certainly want to make sure you're also using a bit of common sense with that. But anyhow, let's use some examples. So my right now, my Jupiter is going through my third house. And in astrology, the third house is, has a lot to do about your mind, it is about your communications. It is, um, you know, uh, what else is it? it? It covers your your thinking. So this is a good time, for example, to go back to school, take some classes, which I have been taking some classes. It is a good time to write. Uh, and I'm working on a current book. I've got two books coming out this year. Uh, those are all good things to be doing when Jupiter is going through your third house. So you want to think about... Again, where is Jupiter going? Where can I expand in that area? So let's use another example. Bree, where is it going through your chart at this moment? Jupiter right now is transiting my 11th house. So it's been really interesting to watch because my, um, you know, we had Saturn and Pluto in my 11th house, and I associate the 11th house with broadcasting with social media and technology um, and also with communities and congregations, right? Those are some of the big highlights of the 11th house. Um, And, you know, when I had Saturn and Pluto hitting my 11th house really hard, I took a prolonged, almost year-long break from social media. Um, right. I just needed to get. I needed to get really clear on what my relationship with social media was, and what I wanted it to be, and how I wanted to work with it for my business, and and how I didn't want to work with it for my business. And now Jupiter uh, showing up in the eleventh house has been really nice because it's um, you know given me a lot of clarity, and I really enjoyed my social media interactions this year. Um, my community is really growing and really thriving. My mailing list has, like, expanded like crazy. Um, and, like, sometimes it's because somebody gives me a shout-out, but sometimes it just, like, gets a lot of people added to it. So, like, that's another very 11th house kind of, like, you know, building your community that you serve and that you work with. So the, those have all been very um, on point as far as Jupiter goes. Now, I will say that in my experience with Jupiter transits, I pay a lot of attention to Jupiter because my ascendance is Pisces, and I um, and Pisces was ruled by Jupiter, right, in classical astrology before we discovered Neptune. And what I noticed with Jupiter transits 
is that Jupiter comes in like a magnifying glass, is what I like to say. So sometimes when a Jupiter transit starts, it actually can kind of enlarge what's not working or what needs to be taken care of before the sun can begin. And I always like to let people know that because I think that we have this, I mean, Jupiter's the greater benefit planet. It's like all good things and all joy and all abundance. And that is true. And also there is this other part that I think we can sometimes forget about. So I like to remind people, you know, Jupiter is this amazing benevolent force, but it also magnifies everything. So if there's stuff going on in an area of your life um, that's not in your best interest, not in not in your uh, highest interest, then Jupiter will magnify that, and you'll have to deal with that before the road is open for those blessings to flow. That is often how I've seen it. Teresa, I'm curious to know if, you, if that resonates with you. Absolutely. You know, uh, when Jupiter was in my second house, it really brought on a lot more debt. Uh, I made more money, mm-hmm. but I also had more debt because I was investing in my business during that time. So it certainly magnified, first of all, where I needed to invest, where I needed to spend money, um, you know, maybe where I was spending too much, too. So there was a lot of, like, rebalancing of the money for me. So that's yep. how I I saw it show up. And if we go through each house, you know, just in general, some of the advice I would give people is think of expansion, think of growth, think of the seeds you can plant, um, think about where you maybe need to show up a little bit bigger. You know, for example, if it goes mm-hmm. to your first house, the first house is all about, you know, your your public image. So this would be a great time to really become a little bit more visible, to work on, you know, maybe even getting all of your online profiles updated so that you can have a really current, fabulous image of yourself. You might look, want to look at ways also to expand your brand through maybe guest posting or things of that nature. When it goes through your second house, you have an opportunity to attract more money, but you could end up spending a lot more money, which is what I did. So you're really going to have to make sure mm-hmm. that you rein in that budget. When Jupiter goes through your third house, it is an awesome time to amp up your your speaking, your communications. It's a good time to study, take classes, to think about your outreach and how you could be connecting with people, um, you know, out there in a bigger way through communicating. When it goes to your fourth house, the fourth house is often our home, but also our business foundation. So the fourth house is a good time to really clean, get your maybe get a new office. Maybe it's time to renovate your office and make it look spiffier. Maybe it's a time to upgrade it. It's also time to look at ways that you could really expand your business foundation. Like maybe that's the year to think about, you know, I'm going to add a podcast in, so that way I have one more element in my business foundation. When Jupiter's going through your fifth house, that's a good time to really expand your creativity. I mean, this is another good time to write. I mean, if if you're part of your work involves something like painting or art, uh, your ideas are going to be off the chain. Uh, fifth house is also good for doing presentations because it's associated with Leo. So this would be a good time to um, really think about ways that you could maybe be creating some presentations for people. When Jupiter goes through your sixth house, that's all about your, your workflow, your how you're running your business. I mean, at least I look at it like, okay, this is the time to get my schedule tightened up, to look at, you know, all my operations, and to find ways to do things better so I can free up my time. That's how I look at that. 
Now, your seventh house is your partnerships. When Jupiter goes through there, you might be attracting better clients. You might be attracting really amazing joint ventures. But it's also a good time to really expand your world by reaching out to people for joint ventures and partnering up. Eighth house is all about the money, honey. So the eighth house, mm-hmm. when Jupiter's going through that house, now when well, i got to tell you, when Jupiter went through my eighth house, I made some really good bank during that year. So you can see your opportunities to make money really expand. Eighth house, though, has a lot to do with taxes. So one thing you might be careful about, this is the other downside, my taxes were bigger. So I made more money, <laughs> I made more money but my tax right. bill was not friendly. When Jupiter is moving through your ninth house, Jupiter loves being in the ninth house. That's the house that rules. Um, this is a good time for publishing. It's a good time to maybe you want to self-publish a book. Um, maybe you might want to travel for your business because it's also uh, the travel house. It's the house of conferences. So, you know, when Jupiter's going through your ninth house, by all means, go to a conference. It's going to expand your world. Now, when it goes to your 10th house, I love Jupiter in the 10th house. This is an opportunity year. It's an opportunity year for you to really be out there in a bigger way. It's your year to pitch the media, and also you might have more opportunities from the media. They might come calling. For me, when Jupiter is going through my 10th house, uh, the last time I had a lot of amazing opportunities to expand my brand out into the world. Now, the 11th house, which you already spoke about, you know, that's a good time to really network. It's a good time to expand your community. Um, People are going to be more drawn to your world. Your newsletter list may grow by leaps and bounds, just like you've displayed. And when Jupiter goes into our 12th house, in my opinion, there is no better time for recharging and kicking back and really taking some time to reflect on what is the next iteration of my business. Where do I go from here? How do I take my business into a bigger, maybe not necessarily a global level, but a deeper level? So those are the places that I see uh, what to do during a Jupiter transit. Now, of course, let's talk about the other side of this, Bree. What should you avoid doing during a Jupiter transit? Ooh, such a good question. Um, So I think that... The shadow side of Jupiter is is excess, right? It's too much excess. So, so the shadow side of Jupiter is that you're you can you can go too far into debt. You can be too loud. You can be, you know, too over the top, too dramatic, like too much. Right. So there is like we want to and everybody, you know, the line of too much is going to be different for everybody. Like RuPaul's too much is going to be different than my right. too much. Right. Um, and so it's important to, to, you know, hear this and take it with an eye to your personal chart, your style, you know, your way of doing business. But mm-hmm. Jupiter and Chet just lead to 
kind of like going off the rails. You know, it's like you party too hard, the hangover is really bad the next day, um, you gain too much weight. And so, you know, the same thing, like what can happen personally can happen with the business. It's like, you know, your business, you're, you're flying all over the place, you're traveling, you're saying yes to like every possible request that comes in. And that becomes a, that becomes a problem. That becomes mm-hmm. its own problem and its own, um, you know, uh, thing that then you have to deal with later on down the road. It also is something that, that you have to really, again, not ignore when you're going through a Jupiter trans- transit and something is exposed that and kind of highlighted that you don't want to deal with. Um, then, then you need to, you know, you, you need to pay attention to that as well. And you need to know that, that that needs to be dealt with, um, before you, you go on to like the next thing. So, you know, it's important with the Jupiter transit, if times are good and things are rocking, um, still put away some, make sure that you're not overextending yourself or over leveraging yourself in any way. Is what I would say. I agree a million percent. I mean, that is really great advice. I think one one thing, Bree, is because you know we're all told how lucky and fabulous Jupiter is. There is that tendency then to really think, oh my God, Jupiter's in my second house, man. I'm going to live large, and then all of a sudden you end up with some debts, and it's like, holy cats, I overshot my 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 thing here. So. That is really wise advice. Oh my God. I'll also I'll also say with a Jupiter return, which is something that happens every twelve years, where Jupiter goes back to the position that it's in at the time of your birth. Um, a lot of people expect the year of their Jupiter return to be like this really magical year where they get everything they want. And what I have seen and what many of my astrology clients have reported is actually the opposite, that that they, that, you know, the year of the Jupiter return is actually sometimes a harder year because it's a year of reflecting on the lessons that Jupiter has taught. You know, Jupiter is also about wisdom. It's not just about, like, lots of money, you know, or lots of good luck. It's also about wisdom. It's also about philosophy. And so, you know, it's a teaching planet. And a lot of people that I've talked to have actually seen all of the good benefit, yummy, juicy stuff happen the year after their Jupiter return, when they've had time to reflect on those lessons and implement them the right way. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that, too. I know that... um the last time I had a Jupiter return was also the year where, again, it was in my eighth house. So it was a good year for making money, but, boy, did I pay some taxes, girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Teresa, what about when Jupiter is retrograde? How should businesses operate during that transit? Well, that's a great question. The first thing I like to say, when Jupiter's retrograde, it's not a good time to gamble on your business. I mean, what I mean by that is this is not the time to take real – it's not the time to do a really risky move. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I often say it's a time to really be more cautious, to be more mindful about any decisions you're making around growth. You know, like, for example, if you're thinking, well, this is the time I'm going to buy a whole new building and it's Jupiter, Jupiter retrograde, I would probably say, you know what, can you wait? 
can you wait on that, if at all possible? Jupiter retrograde yeah. periods are, are excellent for learning new things, so taking classes uh, are really good to do when Jupiter is retrograde. And, you know, you never stop learning as a business person. So, for example, right. maybe you might want to, if you're an astrologer, take an astrology class. If you are wanting to learn more marketing, it might be an excellent time to take a class around that. You know, um, anything that uh, a study that can help you to learn and grow, that is great to do during a Jupiter retrograde. Now, also, if you've been trying to travel for your business, but maybe you put it off, sometimes Jupiter retrograde can be good for business travel, uh, especially if you have a specific goal that you're trying to do. So I see it as not a bad time for that either. And also, anytime anything is retrograde, we always want to get internal. We want to get internal, and for business, it's a good time to Look under the hood of your business and look at where am I spending too much? Where am I expanding too quickly? Where am I doing things to excess? Where do I need to learn new things? Um, these are all good things to do during a Jupiter retrograde. Do you have any any other thing to add to that? I love, I mean, I love all of that, you know, going through your numbers and reviewing, like, just kind of doing a business review, I think is a really good thing to do during the Jupiter retrograde. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that I find with Jupiter retrograde is protecting your money. Um, I have lost my wallet during Jupiter retrograde, and, and then I've had it, like, magically reappear, but I, and I've had, like, talk to people who have undergone identity theft during Jupiter retrograde. So I think it's important to keep an eye on all of those pieces because like you said, Teresa, as entrepreneurs, our business is an extension of ourselves. And like in my wallet, I have my personal cards, but I have my business cards too. And so, you know, just just make sure that you have all of those things protected and, you know, Jupiter when Jupiter retrogrades, like all of the retrogrades, the classical understanding was it's going down into the underworld, into the yeah. realm of shadow. So you think about that with respect to your business. Like, what are the parts of the business that are the least clear to me? What are the parts that are really shadow? Like, maybe it's your online teaching platform or the fact that you don't have one. Maybe it's, you know, the way that you process your sales. Or maybe it's your number. Um, Or maybe it's your customer service, right? Like, I mean, every business is different. So think about, like, what part of the business do I really not have my finger on? And you don't have to use the retrograde to become an expert in it, especially if you have people that you pay to handle that part of the business. But this is a good time to check in and to make sure that you're not completely out to lunch on what's going on. Yes. That is such good advice. And, you know, you, you mentioned about protecting your money. So here's something also that I think this will be the, I think this is the last question I, that I want to ask. You, of course, you know, are all about the magic. So are there any yeah. magical rituals you might suggest to enhance a Jupiter transit? Um, so the most important thing to to know when you're looking at a Jupiter transit is is what sign it is occurring in and where it's happening in your chart. Um, so we talked about how Jupiter right now is in Capricorn, and for Capricorn, I've done several Jupiter workings this year, and I am 
they're, they're very earthy. You know, I'm incorporating, oh, I'm incorporating rocks and minerals. I'm incorporating um, herbs and roots. And I'm creating mojo bags, or I'm creating uh, spell boxes, or I'm creating magical containers, right? Something that has a definite boundary line and is a container because that to me is very resonant with the elements of Earth. I know when Jupiter was in Sagittarius, I did a lot of candle work. Mm-hmm. So I think it's useful with Jupiter to look at the sign it's in and look at the elements of that sign and and sort of create your magical work from that point of view. However, generally speaking, um, there are a lot of traditional prayers that you can pray to Jupiter. The Orphic hymns have several prayers to Jove or to Jupiter. So you could, you could find those um, and recite those on Jupiter's day, which is Thursday. Jupiter's color is like that gorgeous royal blue. So, you know, you could create an altar to Jupiter that incorporates that color. Um, maybe you want to put some, you know, money uh, associated with magic, money bringing, money keeping associated with magic on that altar. Um, working with a lodestone is really good. And and making an incense offering in honor of Jupiter is always a really good thing to do as well. So those are just a few of the things that you can do regularly for Jupiter. And then I really do think with this planet, you know, this is one of the planets that, in my opinion, everyone should pay attention to. You know, I, I think Jupiter's energy is so big that it really does touch everybody's life. Um you know, I don't, I, I don't think everyone has to pay attention to your arm. I mean, paying attention to it globally, sure. But personally paying attention to it, for some people, it's really important. And for other people, eh. But Jupiter, I really think everybody needs to pay attention to it. Um, and so you want to know where it is in the sky. And you want to tailor any ritual work that you do to that knowledge. And, and I just want to add that I think it's, it's so important for entrepreneurs to be following um, to be following Jupiter, I, I'm a big believer in that. I think for entrepreneurs, you really do need to follow it. And doing a little ritual, something or other, to honor Jupiter is is going to be essential to your business. I know that I follow Jupiter very very carefully for my business because I've learned the hard way. <laughs> yep. Yes. All right. Well, I think we are complete. I mean, this wraps up our our talk on Jupiter and talking and this episode of Talking Shop. Now, before we sign off, people, a happy reminder: if you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free, and you can do it on my site by visiting the Talking Shop archives at thetarolady.com. Hit on the podcast tab. And you're going to look for the link for Talking Shop, and you're there. Bree, where can they find the podcast on your site? Hey, everyone. So you can find them at com. Click on the free resources, and the Talking Shop archives will show up there as well as the current show. And we hope that you have all enjoyed this show. Yep, and and please join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. And until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? Everyone, you can find me at brianasaucy.com. Well, thanks again for listening. Thank you again so much for listening. (laughs) Now, Teresa, 
A question. Did we tell them where to find the, the shows on Stitcher? Um, on, oh, yeah, they're on Stitcher. I'm sorry. They're on Stitcher. They're on iTunes. I mean, we're on all those places. And, you know, if you like the we're show, yeah. yes, don't forget to leave a kind review because that helps more people find their way to Talking Shop. All right. So Yay! Hey. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening. And we hope that you all keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know you will.